Let's come into Downward Facing Dog. So I want you to take a peek at your wrist. Just look at your wrist without changing any other part of your pose. If you notice that the skin of the wrist has any deep wrinkles in it, I want you to adjust your hands. Most likely you'll need to turn them out or take them wider so that you don't have any deep wrinkles in the hands in your downward dog. This is the natural way of aligning your wrist according to your own bone structure. So you might need to turn your fingers outward a little. Good. And then once you have that going on, go ahead and let your head drop again. Start to really press into your inner hands. Inner hands bear the weight for the arms in this pose. Not your wrist, not your outer hand, but your inner hand. So really press the inner hands into the floor. You'll have to remind your hands again and again to do that. So just keep rechecking them. And as you press the floor away with your inner hands, the sides of your body start to grow nice and long. You're pushing the floor away so much that the side body grows longer. Let your heels release toward the floor, not by pushing, just by relaxing and letting them drop. And then start to pull your kneecaps up the fronts of your thighs and into your hips. And check in to see that you're still pressing into your hands. Good. Notice your breathing. Notice the sensations as they start to build in the body. Notice where you feel them most strongly and direct your breath into that space. See if you can begin to open up the space between your collarbones a little bit. Let your head get heavier. Let your heels get heavier. Press the floor away more with your hands. Side body grows longer. A few more deep breaths here. Notice what the mind has to say about the moment. And then slowly and mindfully bring your knees to the earth. Child's pose. So your big toes touch one another. Your knees can be together. They can be wide apart. Sit toward your heels and let your forehead drop to the floor or stack your hands under your forehead. Notice your breathing. And let your body come to a point of stillness. Let go of the arms. Let go of the skin of the face. The jaw, the tongue. Child's pose is also known as wisdom pose. 
It's a pose that is such an important and vital part of our practice. It grounds the mind as we connect the forehead to the earth. The thinking mind begins to ground, begins to balance. When we feel we need to rest in our practice, this is the pose that we come to. So feel free to make your way here anytime during this or any future practice. A few more deep breaths here, and as you breathe, cultivate sankalp. Sankalp is a positive word or a healing phrase. Choosing a word or phrase that resonates with you. A word or phrase that meets you where you are. It shouldn't sound like a goal. So for example, the word love or the phrase, I am an expression of divine love. Find your way up to all fours. Place your wrist under your shoulders and your knees under your hips. So like a table. And then as you pause here, start to press your hands, your shins, your feet into the earth as if you're trying to push the floor away from you. Feel what happens in your body when you do this. And then add on, start to draw your lower belly toward your spine, not your navel, go lower. Lower belly draws toward the spine. Keeping the connection through the navel, the arms and the legs. On your next exhale, find cat pose. You're gonna round your back toward the ceiling, move your nose and your tail toward your navel. And then cow pose, as you inhale, let the belly sink. Lift your tail, pull your heart through between your arms and draw the chin upward. As you're ready, again on an exhale, curl and round. Find cat pose, nose and tailbone try to touch one another. Inhale, find cow pose, tailbone and back of the head try to touch one another. Alternating now between these two positions, each time you exhale, curl and round. Each time you inhale, Drop the belly and expand the front body. Good. See if you can continue to push the floor away with your hands and your legs throughout these two movements, even during the transition between the two. If you have chronic back pain, this is one of the best movements to heal your spine. few more rounds. Feel it in your body. What feels good? Notice the good that you feel in the pose and let yourself expand on that. What you focus on, you'll get more of.
keep the mind steady and focused. Even though you've done several of these already, feel each round as if it's the first round. Beautiful. Wherever you are, come to neutral. Walk your hands forward one full handprint. Curl the toes under, lift your hips, downward facing dog. Good. Now look at the space between your feet. If you can see your inner heels, I'd like you to open your heels until they disappear behind your feet. Good. Breathing here. Heels are releasing toward earth. Kneecaps are drawing up thighs. Hands are pressing floor away to create long, long side body. Breath is full and free. Eyes can be closed or set to a single point. One of the best ways to conserve energy in your practice and to store the energy you're cultivating into your cells is to not let your eyes bounce around the room. Instead, find one point or close your eyes. One more full round of breath. Knees come to the earth. Find your child's pose. Remember, you're free to come here anytime you need to in this practice. Notice your breath. Finding your way up to all fours, wrists under shoulders, knees under hips. Again, feel that sense of pressing the floor away with the shins, feet, and hands. Lower belly moves toward the spine. Once you've found your roots and your stability, slowly draw your right arm straight out in front, thumb points toward the ceiling. Good, wrist in line with shoulder. And then either stay here or add on, extending the uh, left leg, opposite leg back. Good, spread your toes. Notice is the weight balanced evenly between the remaining hand and foot. Press that hand and foot into the earth so it feels like you're rising away from the floor. One more full breath in here, and then as you breathe out, bring that opposite knee and elbow toward one another. Draw the nose in toward the navel, rounding and curling like cat pose, and then as you inhale, extend out again. Good. Exhale to curl and round. Really arch the back. Inhale to reach and extend. And you're just going to continue that a few more times, flowing at your own pace. Exhale to curl and round. Inhale to lengthen and extend. 
Good. Try to make nose, knee, and elbow touch your navel. Most likely it's not going to happen. <laughs> Unless you have a previous employment at the circus or something. It's possible. Two more at your own pace. Flowing with your breath. Observe, notice if you're rushing your breath. Good. And then gently release. Come to all fours. Deep breath in through your nose. Exhale it through your mouth. Good. Find your stability and then take the left arm. Reach it forward. Thumb to ceiling. Wrist in line with shoulder. And then draw your right leg back. Spread the toes. Good. So that wibbly wobbly thing that you're experiencing is your muscles creating new ways of balancing and moving. Our stabilizer muscles are typically the ones that we injure because they tend to be the weakest. We don't do a lot of balance work. This is where our yoga practice is so important. One more inhale to reach long through the limbs. Exhale to curl and round, draw elbow, knee, and nose toward the navel. Inhale to extend and reach long. Exhale to curl and round. Moving at your own pace, notice your breath. Breath and movement are like dancers in your yoga practice. The breath is the lead dancer and the movement follows breath, not the other way around. So if you tend to be a quick breather, you might end up doing 10, 12 of these. And if you're a slower breather, you may do five or six. And maybe you haven't discovered what kind of breather you are yet or been with the practice long enough to learn how to breathe slow and deep. So give it time. Wherever you are, two more. Make sure you're still pushing the floor away with the two limbs that are on the earth. And then find your way to all fours. Pause there. Deep breath in through the nose. Out through the mouth. Good. Walk your hands forward. One full handprint. Downward facing dog. It's a practice, not a perfection. Let yourself be where you are and experience what it is you're experiencing today. Soften your jaw. See if you can open the space between your collarbones. Knees to the earth, child's pose, rest, and breathe.
Coming up to all fours, wrists under shoulders, knees under hips. Take your right arm out to the right, palm faces the floor, wrist in line with shoulder. Breathe here, press the floor away with your other three limbs. Feel how your body rises slightly when you do this. This is the difference between standing on your feet and standing in your feet. On your next inhale, open the right arm to the ceiling. Feel a sense of opening the collarbones. You're pushing the lower hand into the earth so much that the body weight is lifting up out of the lower shoulder. One more breath in. As you breathe out, thread your right arm under your left arm until the ear and shoulder meet the earth. And then just pause there. So you want that left elbow to be at a 90 degree angle pointing toward the ceiling. And you're going to use the leverage of that left hand to gently press into the floor and start to roll the top shoulder open toward the ceiling. Breathe here. Draw your left hip crease back slightly because that hip will be trying to swing forward. Open your collarbones so that the shoulder girdle is lifting off of the neck instead of collapsing onto it. Let your chin drop toward the floor, neck relaxed. Soften your eyes and breathe. Notice what the body is asking for. Does it want more twist? Does it want less twist? Does it need support somewhere? Maybe pressing the feet into the earth. Soften your jaw. Teeth separating. On your next inhale, press into that left hand. Take the right arm all the way back up to the ceiling. Look up. And then exhale, touch the earth, pausing at all fours. Find your inhale through your nose. Exhale, ha. Good. So switching sides, reach your left arm out to the left. Palm facing the earth, wrist in line with shoulder. Breathe here. Other three limbs are pressing the floor away. Feel your body rise slightly. Drishti, eyes are set. You're either looking at your mat or your left thumb. Press into the floor with the right hand so much that you can inhale and open that left arm to the ceiling. Draw the collarbone bones away from one another. Look up toward that top thumb. Radiate the top hand. One more inhale. Exhale, thread the loop. Left arm under right. Left shoulder and left ear to earth. Good. Find that 90 degree angle in the right elbow. Use that right hand as leverage to gently increase your twist in the upper back, pressing the floor away to roll open to your degree. No one's asking you to go deeper, so be clear about where you're going in the pose and why. Let your jaw soften. Drop your chin toward the floor, releasing the bind on your neck. 
Open your collarbones and feel how that brings the shoulder girdle away from the neck. Right hip crease drawing back gently. Soften your jaw a little more. Maybe close your eyes. Feel internally. Is the body asking for something different? So this is a yin-yang flow practice. We'll be interweaving yin poses, deep stretch poses like this one, with yang poses, active moving poses. On your next inhale, press into that right hand, reach for the sky, open up, look up. And then as you exhale, touch the earth, pause on all fours, inhale through your nose, exhale through your mouth, walk your hands forward, one full handprint, curl the toes under, downward dog. Notice your alignment, feel your breath. Push the floor away with your hands so much that you feel your side waist growing longer, even if it's just a little bit. Breathe. Let your head drop. and inhale, reach your right leg toward the ceiling. As you exhale, you're going to curl and round. Bring the nose toward the knee, knee toward the nose. Try to touch the two together. Inhale, reach the right leg up and back. Exhale, curl and round, knee to nose. Inhale, reach and extend. Exhale, curl and round. Inhale, reach and extend. As you exhale, bring the foot to the floor. We're going to exchange sides. Inhale, left leg to the ceiling. Exhale, curl and round. Knee to the nose. Inhale, reach. Exhale, curl. Really pull the thigh to the belly. Inhale, extend. Exhale, curl. Inhale, extend. Exhale, release. Feel your downward dog. And then find your knees on the earth, child's pose. Rest. your way up to all fours, wrists under shoulders and knees under hips. And then go ahead and reach your right leg straight back. Spread the toes, press through the heel. Keep pressing into your hands so you're not just leaning on them, you're lifting up out of them. 
And start to roll your right hip open to the wall to your right, like you're trying to show your belly to the wall. Keep your palms flat. Push the floor away with your hands. Palms flat. Good. Either stay here or slowly draw the right arm toward the ceiling. So a kneeling variation of Ardha Chandrasana, half moon pose. Good. Yeah, it's going to be wobbly. Totally normal. Breathe. Push the floor away with the lower limbs more. Inhale. Exhale, bring just the hand down. And then turn the hip down. And then bring the knee down. Good. Big inhale through the nose. Exhale through the mouth. Good. Take the left leg. Reach it straight back. Spread the toes. Press through the heel. Nice straight, straight leg. Good. And then start to roll just the hip open toward the side wall like you're trying to show the belly to the wall. Make sure your arms are straight. You're pressing the floor away with your hands. And then maybe take that right arm, to, or left arm, excuse me, toward the ceiling. If you can do the right arm, I'd love to see that. <laughs> Breathe. Press into the floor with the lower limbs. You're lifting up out of them. Open your collarbones more wherever you are. Find your inhale. Exhale, touch the earth with the hand. Then roll the hip toward the floor. Then bring the knee down. Big breath in through your nose. Exhale through your mouth. Good. Walk the hands forward. One hand print. Downward facing dog. so good for us to feel those stages of movement. It helps us connect into the body. The more we connect to ourselves and the more we learn about how our bodies move, the less we're injured, the less we fall sick. Inhale, right leg to the ceiling. Exhale, knee to nose, round and curl. Inhale, extend and reach. Exhale, curl and round. Make contact if possible. Inhale, reach and extend. Exhale, curl and round. Really pull the thigh to the belly. Inhale, reach. Don't be in a hurry. Good. Lower the right foot to meet the left. Inhale, left leg to the ceiling. Exhale, curl and round. Inhale, extend and reach. Exhale, curl and round. Inhale, extend, exhale, curl, extend as you breathe in, and then release the foot, breathe out. Good. Knees come to the earth, child's pose, pause.
downward facing dog. Inhale, right leg reaches to the ceiling. Exhale, curl and round, knee to the nose. Inhale, extend and reach. This time, exhale, curl and round and land the foot through between your hands. Now, really important, if the foot didn't make it there, reach back with your right hand, grab the ankle, pull the foot forward so toes line up with fingers. Good, so you should have your front knee over your front heel, shin should look like a pillar on a building. Bring the back knee down to the earth, press into both feet, inhale, rise through the upper body, reach up if the balance is there. Now exhale, touch the floor, fingers line up with the front toes. Take your right leg to the ceiling and downward dog, inhale. Exhale the foot to the floor and then inhale, exchange legs. Left leg lifting as you breathe in. Exhale, curl and round. Extend the leg back on your inhale. Exhale, curl and round. Foot lands between the hands. Help it through as needed so that your knee is safe. Once you've found your alignment, lower the back knee. Release the toes, press into both feet, inhale, rise and reach up. Exhale, touch the earth, lining up fingers with toes, inhale, left leg to the ceiling in your downward dog. Lower the foot down to meet the right, pause, and then start to walk your hands back to your feet. Once your heels meet the earth, just fold over your legs, let your head get heavy. Free to bend your knees if you'd like. Let your arms hang, let your head hang. Try to find a little bit of stillness here and then start to draw your hips forward toward your toes. Most likely your weight was in your heels mostly. So I want you to find your hips moving toward toes. It's gonna to feel a little bit like you're gonna tip forward but be willing to go there. And as you draw your hips forward, come to that space to where if you go any further forward, your toes are gonna crunch up. So you've got the weight resting at the balls of the feet, just behind the toes. And then start to press your heels down and back. Keep your hips moving forward. Keep your heels pressing down and back. Hips moving forward. Heels pressing down and back. Let your head get heavier. Breathe. Now press into your feet so much that you begin to roll towards standing. Keep the chin tucked, go nice and slow, go through each vertebra one at a time. Notice how as you push your feet down, that creates the rising towards standing. Keep pressing your feet into the floor. As you arrive at standing, inhale, reach both arms up, palms together, pause here and breathe. Pull your tailbone down the backs of the legs toward your heels. 
Lift your kneecaps up toward your hips. Stay engaged through the lower belly. Inhale, press the feet down more and grow tall through the side body, elbows to ears. Exhale, begin to side bend to your right without losing your alignment. Keep pulling your tailbone down. Breathe here. Notice your feet. Is the weight even in the feet? If it's not, press down the lighter foot until you feel the weight even out. Press into both feet to come to center on your inhale. And then as you exhale, go to the left. Breathe. Both sides of the waist are long. Tailbone is pulling downward, pubic bone rising. Even out the feet, lift your kneecaps. Inhale, come to center by pressing your feet down. Exhale, slow motion to release the arms. Breathing as you're moving. Inhale through the nose, exhale, chin to chest. Begin to roll down through the spine. Bend your knees so you have the support of the larger joints of the body. Find an exhale in your forward bends. Inhale, walk the hands forward to down dog, but keep your eyes looking at your feet. Your hands know where to go. Inhale, right leg to the ceiling. Exhale, curl and round knee to nose. Inhale, right leg to the ceiling. Exhale, curl and round, step the foot to the hands. Back knee can come down or stay lifted, pressed into your feet. Inhale, rise, crescent lunge. Exhale, touch the earth. Inhale, right leg to the ceiling. Exhale, right foot meets left foot. Inhale, left leg to the ceiling. Exhale, curl and round. Inhale, left leg to the ceiling. Exhale, curl and round. Step through to the hands. Crescent lunge. Inhale, rise. Back knee can be on or off the earth. Exhale, touch the earth. Inhale, left leg to the ceiling. Exhale, left foot meets right foot. Inhale, hands walk back to the feet. Exhale to fold deeply. Inhale, start to rise towards standing, rolling through the spine. Exhale along the way. Keep pushing the floor with your feet. Inhale, reach both arms up. Exhale, side bend to your right. Remember your alignment. Tailbone down. Inhale to center, elbows to ears. Exhale to the left. Inhale, push into the feet, come up. Exhale, arms release, nice and slow. Find your inhale. Exhale, chin to chest, soft knees, roll down. Take a few breaths to get there. Coming all the way down to your forward bend. 
Exhale out all of the breath, soften the sides of your body, and then inhale, walk the hands forward. Keep your eyes on your toes rather than looking forward. Eyes looking at toes, trust your hands to get you there. On your next inhale, right leg to the ceiling. Exhale, curl and round. Inhale, right leg to the ceiling. Exhale, curl and round. Inhale, right leg to the ceiling. Exhale, curl and round and step the foot through. Back knee on or off the earth. Inhale, rise and reach, crescent lunge. Exhale, hands touch the floor. Inhale, right leg to the ceiling and downward dog. Exhale, right foot meets left foot. Inhale, left leg rising. Exhale, curl and round knee to nose. Inhale, reach and extend. Exhale, curl and round. Inhale, reach and extend. Exhale, curl and round and step the foot all the way through. Inhale, rise, crescent lunge. Exhale, hands touch earth. Inhale, left leg to the ceiling. Exhale, the left foot to the floor. Inhale, walk your hands to your feet. Exhale in your forward bend. Go through the whole thing once more on your own. So you're going to roll up slowly to standing. Enjoy your side bend right and left. And then come back down for your lunges on each side. Take your time and breathe. Stay connected to your practice. Stay connected to your breath. Totally fine if you're new to the practice and you're having those moments where it's like, what the heck am I doing? Those are the moments where you learn the most because you're really, really listening to your body. You're not just following instructions. You're tapping into your body wisdom. And that's where it becomes a practice and not just a class that you go to to get a workout. Good. So right and left side for your lunge. Once you've completed, you can rest in either child's pose or down dog, depending on what feels more like rest for you right now. If you're a beginner, if you're new to the practice, it might sound a little silly that down dog would ever feel like a resting pose, but it does. Over time, it begins to feel like rest.
So the heat that you feel that you've built in your body, the sweat that's begun to drip, that's the yang in your practice. That's the element of the masculine. We all have it in our bodies. It's the fire. It's the motivation. It's the ego mind that, that brings us to a point of wanting to accomplish all good things in balance. The active nature. So we're going to travel now into more of the yin energies, the feminine energies, the cooling, the receptive, the meditative, the listening. So as you're ready, find your way up to downward dog, or you can come to all fours. Either way is fine. You're going to inhale, gently lift your right leg off of the earth. As you exhale, bring your right foot to your outer right hand. And turn the toes gently out to the right so they start to fall off the edge of your mat. So you might have to slide the foot a little to the right. And then bring your back knee down to the earth and release the toes. Now let your hips drop down toward the earth, letting that front knee bend. So your hips begin to feel like the center point of a hammock. So, you know, when you sit in a hammock, the weight kind of drips at that one center point. That's how you want your hips to feel here. Press into your hands. Front of the armpits rise. Exhale, let the hips get a little heavier. So you can stay right here. Or you can work your forearms down to either a block or the earth. If you didn't get a block at the beginning of class and you feel like you want one, so it's going to create a little platform for you so the floor is a little higher, then raise your hand. I'll go fetch props. One, two, three. Okay, awesome. You can turn it either way and put your elbows on there, yep. You're welcome. So let your hips continue to grow heavier. In your yin postures, it's really important that you find as much stillness wherever the focus is in the pose. So the focus in this pose is the hips growing heavy, heavy, heavy. So keep that part of your body as still as possible with that sense of letting it continually release earthward. And then if you need to alter anything in the upper body, just do so without changing the hips. So if you need to adjust your shoulders, if the um, holding of the position is making any kind of tension, if you need to oscillate the chin from right to left gently to relieve the neck. Lion's breath is very helpful in these yin postures because as the tension leaves 
the part of the body that we're working in. So as it leaves our hips, we tend to collect it in our jaw. We'll tend to grit our teeth. So lion's breath is kind of feels like a silly pose, but it works amazing. You stick your tongue out, try to touch your chin with your tongue, and it's so let's try it. Find your inhale. Stick out your tongue. Do it two more times. Inhale. One more time. Inhale. Good. So a few more deep breaths. Feel free to use that lion's breath anytime you need to in your practice. Try to stay in the pose, even if the sensations are growing strong. Sensations that you don't want to stay in are knee pain or sharp sensations. If you're feeling those, please let me know and I'll help you adjust the pose. Good, so start to press your hands into the floor if you're on, your forearms come all the way up. Once you're up, I want you to start to walk your hands back toward your hips so your hips move back. And then once you feel that there's no more weight in the front foot, then lift that foot up and pull it back. Okay, so it's really, really important how you come out of these poses. You don't want to just fly out of them. Okay, so come into your downward dog nice and slow. Do about 50% of what you normally do in your downward dog. So the heels are only down about halfway, your knees are bent. Your back's a little rounded. Maybe even your elbows are a little bent. We're just restabilizing the joint. And then go ahead and just gently bring your knees to the floor or you can stay in your down dog as you transition to the second side. So lift your left leg and bring it forward. Turn the foot out to the left. And then start to sink your hips down and forward. Pause there, arms are straight, so try not to go into autopilot. Arms are still straight. Let your hips sink a little more. Inhale, lift through your heart. Exhale, let the hips get a little bit heavier. Inhale, front of the armpits rise. Then as you exhale, start to slowly bring your arms down. Maybe let the head hang. Maybe keep the neck neutral. Either way, staying with your breath. Free to take that lion's breath anytime you need it. If you feel tension gathering in the shoulders and the neck and the jaw and the tongue, you're in a space of safety, so it's the perfect place to express things like your lion's breath.
hips growing heavier. Remember earlier in our practice how we talked about rather than leaning on our limbs or standing on our limbs, we're standing in them. So maybe experiment with pressing your arms into the earth to create more stability and strength in your shoulders. See how that affects your pose. See how that affects your breath. Maybe one of them being a lion's breath if you haven't already. And then walk your hands slowly up. And once your arms are straight, keep walking your hands back toward your hips until the weight comes out of that front foot. Once that front foot feels weightless, kind of drag it back along the floor until you're on all fours. Pause there and then slow to your down dog, 50% of effort. So we're not going into that full deep down dog. We're just restabilizing the joint here. And then bring the knees down gently. Child's pose, pause. And then find your way up to seated. Once you're at seated, extend your legs out in front of the body. So we're going to take a seated forward bend. You can do this with your legs together or just slightly apart, depending on what feels good for you. And normally in our yoga practice, when we do a forward bend, the feet are very flexed, legs are solid, but in the yin version of the pose, everything's relaxed. You're just going to let your feet drop. They might fall out or they might fall in. And then just gently fold over your legs. Let your head drop. And then notice what you feel in your body. So most likely you have an intense stretch, not just in the backs of the legs, but along your spine as well. Let your arms be heavy and relaxed. Let your head drop. And then if everything feels pretty okay, just stay there. If you feel like you need some more support, maybe take a bolster or roll up your blanket. Place that under your knees. And what that's going to create is a nice bend in the knee, and you can fold all the way forward and let your head drop. So if you're like, yeah, I want something, but I don't have it nearby, let me know. I'll go, I'll go get it for you. 
Would you like, yeah, bolster or blanket? Okay, anybody else? Sometimes you don't know until you try it, and then you're like, oh, man, that's what I wanted. Or you try it, and you go, no, no, that's not what I want. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. So once you've settled in, make sure that you're finding the receptive qualities of the pose. You're not pulling, you're not pushing. Your jaw is soft. Again, lion's breath is there to help find that expression of relief. Finding as much stillness in the posture as possible. So the yin and the yang aspects, we've all seen the yin-yang symbol, although most people say yang. So the yin-yang has the white half and the dark half. And then there's a little dot of the dark in the light and a little bit of light in the dark. So even within the, the quote-unquote pure feminine or pure receptive, there's still an alertness. So the mind is alert, the body is breathing, so it's not true stillness. There's still that active quality within the receptive. And within our active poses, our yang poses, there's a sense of receptivity. We find a little bit of softness, even if it's just relaxing our face muscles. Breathe and let your body grow even stiller, even stiller. Let your jaw soften, maybe even let the lips part. Be so relaxed in the face muscles that you're at risk of drooling all over your mat. Self grow even more still. So, last moment in the pose. You might notice that the sensations changed a lot over the past few minutes. You might notice a growing kind of achy quality to the sensation. 
And this is the signal that you've gone into your yin tissues. The yin tissues of the body are the, <coughs> the connective tissues, so your tendons, your ligaments, the tissues that wrap your organs, and the sheathing around your muscles. And these tissues take longer to respond to a stretch than the muscle. So even though you may practice a lot of yang activities and yang style stretching, your muscles still feel tight because you haven't addressed your connective tissue. One more full breath in and exhale it out. Now very slowly using your hands as needed, gently roll up. Your chin is going to be the very last thing to come up. Chin is the very last thing to come up. Once you're all the way up, try to sit still rather than shaking it off. Just sit still for a moment. Breathe and feel how the connective tissue responds and moves back inward. Good. So, we're going to move into half saddle, which I'm going to grab a mat here to demonstrate so I don't crush my foot on the floor. So if you have a bolster handy, maybe have it where it's within reaching distance. And then you're going to scoot over toward the left edge of your mat. Once you're at the left edge of your mat, several options. So you're going to be pulling the right foot back so that the top of the foot touches the floor and the toes point straight behind you. If your knee or your ankle are not in agreement with that, option is to just turn the foot out to the right, so right foot turns out to the right. And then the third option is to draw the knees apart a little bit, so otherwise your knees are together. So find a position that feels right for your knees. If none of them do, let me know in a minute and I'll come by and check things out for you. So if you're comfortable where you are, the left leg stays relaxed. And you're going to work your way back onto your elbows, maybe on the floor, or maybe on your bolster. And for some, you're going to feel quite an intense stretch in the quad, and that's going to be as far as you need to go. If after a few minutes you feel that the sensations have really lessened to a point that you feel you want more stretch, then you can lower back either onto your bolster. If you have one of the short bolsters, support your upper back and head. Or you can come all the way to the floor, depending on if that feels right, as long as you don't have any compression in the low back. Anybody having knee or ankle pain? Okay. So if you're in the posture, let your eyes close, focus on your breath. What are you feeling? Ankle. So try turning your toes out this way instead. Does that change it? Awesome. Good. Anybody else having discomfort other than that really intense <laughs> nail-biting stretch in the quad? <laughs> Good. 
So if you're staying up on your elbows for a while, you can have your chin either drop to your chest or just keep your head at neutral. Either one is fine. Let your body breathe and allow yourself the space to experience the opening that's occurring in the connective tissue of that right leg. Remember that no two bodies are put together in the same way. All the way down to the bone structure, we're, we're shaped uniquely. And within each individual body, the left and right sides are not symmetrical. So what's the bone shape in your right hip is slightly or very different in your left hip. So when you took biology class and they showed you the skeleton man and he had all these symmetrical bones, that's not accurate at all. So what you experience in the right side of the pose might be very different from the left. And again, if you're having any kind of joint pain, please let me know because staying in joint pain is not yoga. Yoga means union. Your body will be in agreement with the pose, even if it's intense. And you'll know you're in the space of yoga. There'll be a resounding yes in yourselves. Last moment of the pose, breathe. So if you're on your elbows, you're going to press up from your elbows. If you're on your back, meaning your back is touching a bolster or the floor, then you're going to roll to your left, roll toward your straight leg until you're on your side, and just kind of curl up in fetal position. That right leg is going to be really stiff, so go slow. Yeah, just roll on your right side and enjoy a couple of deep breaths here, letting that right leg soften. And then when you feel you're ready, press into your hands, slowly come up, come to seated with your legs extended in front, and just kind of gently windshield wipe your feet in and out a few times. 
Good. And then scoot over toward the left edge of your mat and draw your right foot back. Good. So we do that scoot over so that our foot has somewhere to rest so it's not on the floor. And then again, consult this leg. So maybe this time the knees are together. Maybe they're apart. Maybe the foot is turned under flat. Maybe it's turned out to the left. And then once you feel you've tuned in, maybe stay upright. Maybe come back onto your elbows on your bolster or on the floor. Pause at the elbows at least for a breath or two so you're not just, bam, dropping onto your back. And then once you've paused for a breath or two on your elbows, find your way onto your back. So in yoga practice, we call these stages krama. And krama are a very important part of our practice. We just don't go from point A to point B, even if we've been practicing for years and years. Take your time, and once you feel that you're in, and where you're in that position where you're going to kind of hang out for a while, let your breath deepen, and let the front side of your body drop inward toward the back body. You might find that your left knee pops off of the floor. That's totally fine. You don't need to try to push it down. Just let it be where it is. So what was your sankalp, your positive word or phrase that you cultivated at the beginning of your practice? And can you bring that into your mind? And with every inhale, state that word or that phrase. And with every exhale, state that word or that phrase. And make that your mantra meditation for the remainder of this pose. Whether you realize it or not, you're in a constant mantra practice. Whether it's positive thought or not so positive thought, you're always feeding yourself some sort of mantra. You're either saying, I can or I can't. Inhale your word or phrase. Exhale your word or phrase.
last few deep breaths. And then very mindfully, if you're on your back, you're just going to start to roll over to your right. If you're on your elbows, just press up. Once you're on your side, pause there for a moment so the left leg can respond to the change in position. When you feel you've had enough time, press into your hands and slowly come up. And once you're up, come to all fours nice and slow. And just curl your toes under, but stay here with your toes curled under. So this is just a counterbalance to what we just did. And then just a few rounds of cat and cow with your toes curled under. So exhale to curl and round nice and slow. Inhale to let the belly drop, chin and tail lifts. Good, one or two more rounds at your own pace, pressing into your toes and your hands gently. Once you feel that you've reintegrated, you can settle into Shavasana, final resting pose. So you'll come on to your back. lying down and making yourself as comfortable as possible. So you're going to find the feet at least mat width apart. And find the hands drawing far enough away from the body that your armpits are exposed. And then just gently turn your palms upward. So we lay it in this way so that we can reduce stimulation to the nervous system. The closer your limbs are to one another or your body, the more active the nervous system becomes. If the palms of the hands are in contact with the floor, you're going to be more stimulated because of the nerve endings that are there. So palms are turned up. Let your eyes close. If they happen to open again, just close them again. Become aware of your jaw. Become aware of your jaw and allow your jaw to soften. Jaw soft, the rows of teeth are separated. Notice the tongue. Allow the tongue to soften. Let go of the root of the tongue. 
palette exposed and spacious. Notice the teeth. Notice the teeth and allow the roots of the teeth to soften. Let go of the roots of your teeth. Feel the gums expand. Jaw, tongue, and teeth soft. Spacious. Notice the front side of your body, the frontal plane, including the face. Allow the frontal plane to grow heavy. Front of the body drops toward the back of the body. Rest.
beginning to deepen your breath, allowing each inhale to increase. some gentle movement into your toes and into your fingers. Eyes closed. Trust your body to know where it's going. Just gently rolling to your right. Eyes closed. Rolling to your right. Pause there and feel your breath. Ready, press into your hands and gently rise, finding your way up to seated. Eyes closed. Your body knows how to get there. We'll sound om three times. Find your inhale. Acknowledging your efforts for stepping onto the mat today. Realizing the benefits of your practice are expanding throughout and beyond your own life and into the world as you show up more present, more loving, more compassionate. Thank you so much for joining me. Namaste.